Tri-State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Good morning, ass family, and happy And welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Oh, am I in a mood today. Good, bad, indifferent. I'm all over the place. I, I, I posted something on social media last night, and yes, I will get to it the first thing we get to, really. Uh, watch that show that Tommy told me about yesterday. And by the way, many, many thanks to Mr. Tommy, hashtag TL2024, uh, for coming in yesterday. He told me about the dark side of comedy. The The Vice Network had, had Dark Side of the Ring, which I really enjoyed. I didn't really watch Dark Side of the 80s or 90s. I thought that was dumb. And I was excited to see this, but like I said, let me get to it. Let me warm up. Let me get the instrument going. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I'm in tune. I'm ready to go. So uh, let me say some uh, good mornings. First and foremost, first one here, Hangtown Jen's in the house. Now, usually with Hangtown Jen, because I don't want to be labeled as a conservative talk show or anything. I don't like to be pigeonholed. So I do a lot of educational stuff on this show. And all those sex acts were educational. Now, I'm going to educate you on how to speak another language. And since China will probably end up taking over America, especially after I saw that dark side of the comedy thing last night, let's learn some phrases in Chinese, shall we? This is how you say... Fuck you in Chinese. 去你... Vice TV. There you go. There you go. Brand new. Brand new feature on the show. We're going to learn Chinese together. There you go. So next time I'm on TV, I'm going to say, Oklahoma. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. We've got a new feature. Uh, let's see, uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, Happy Hump Day. Hold on, let me get back to the Hump Day feature. Hump Day! There hump we go. Day. Hump Day! Straight Fire, my man, says, What's up, Arnie and Ass? Hump Day! That's what's up. My man Derek says, Good morning and happy Hump Day! Ass family. Uh, Jen says, This song holds a special place in my heart. Reminds me of grandmother who was hard of hearing and loved the song. She sang, Dirty Girl, Go t- Drive That Jeep. <laughs> oh my lucky Whoa, stars! Look at that! The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. I like simple pleasures, like butter in my ass, lollipops in my mouth. That's just me. That's just something that I enjoy. Call me crazy. Call me a pervert. I'm not gonna call you either of those. I'm just gonna hey, say I hope you have a spectacular day today. Uh, let's see. Swoosh says, happy hump day. Ask family. Gold says, good morning, folks. You can't start a morning better off than with some Bond Scott ACDC. There you go. Straight Fire then says, if you want to ask, you got it. Triple T in the house says, good morning, family of ass. Cowboys Girl says, happy hump day. Hump day. Hump. Yeah, you put up something last night on social media. I wanted to ask you about it. Hold on a second here. I, I, I got I, I to gotta look this up on social media there, Cowboys Girl. Um, 
Let's see. Let's see what you put up. Uh, no, not that. No, not that. Uh, no, not that. Margarita. No, maybe it wasn't you that put it up. I don't know. You, I thought I saw something up there last night that was very intriguing, but I can't remember what it is now. I'll remember it later. But happy uh, hump day to you as well, uh, which I appreciate as does Mike. Chunkido. You know, the more you know, and Chunkido too. Uh-oh. What I do? You didn't do anything. No, no, no. It was so, it was something good. Maybe it was on. Was it was it on the 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 fans page? Hold on a second here. Let me let me let me take a look real fast. Just just real fast. Like, okay. Let's see. Uh, by the way, by the way, Christopher, great job, great job, Christopher. Uh, did a big review on the new Clerks three movie. Now, uh, Instagram would not allow me to add uh, everything that was on there. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find this. Groups. Let's see. Okay, super fans page. Maybe it was there. Uh, no, no, no. Damn it, I can't remember what it was. Like I said, when I think of it, I'll let you know. Uh, but Christopher did a, a magnificent job. Was on the red carpet last night. Yes, last night was a Tuesday night premiere, and Christopher was there. Appreciate it, Christopher. Great job. I'm excited to see it. Uh, Christopher, I do need to know something. Yeah, you just got to let me know. I love Clerks 1 and 2. Will I love this one? Well, I didn't love Part 2, but I love Part 1. And I love all of his other movies. Kevin Smith, that is. Let me be the first to say, Chuny Do Biden. There you go. Perfect. Andrew in the house, and he says, happy. Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. All right, we got the good mornings out of the way. Uh, did did Christopher put up the whole thing on his? Okay, well, that's fine. I, I I mean, like that that's cool. Uh, whatever. Uh, all right. Let's let's get started here because I'm I'm not very happy about this 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 thing that was on last night. This uh, dark side of comedy. You're out. Good morning, ass family. What a beautiful day to be alive. Yes, she's off today. She texted me early. Uh, UNR has canceled classes because the air quality is so bad. Uh, and then she did send me pictures of the Mexican pizza, which is fantastic. Um, so the first, I'd say the first four minutes of this show were really good. Gilbert Godfrey was on there. They're talking about how Andrew Dice Clay got into character. His name is Andrew Silverstein. And he was trying to find his way. He wanted to be an actor, wanted to be a comedian. And he, 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 he found his niche. And the niche that he found was the Dice Man. And if you grew up in the 80s and 90s and you didn't know one of the nursery rhymes, then you weren't that cool. Hickory dickory duck, this chick was sucking my cock. A clock struck two, I dropped my goo, and I dropped the bitch off at the next block. Hey! You know, old Mother Hubbard. <laughs> uh, all, all the nursery rhymes that he did, and they were hilarious. And he was hilarious. And he was a comedian that worked his ass off to get to where he was. Sold out Madison Square Garden seven nights in a row, which is unheard of for a stand-up comedian. And then there was an incident with Saturday Night Live where Lauren Michaels booked him to host, 
and one of the uh, players of the show, Nora Dunn, well, I'm sorry, let me amend that. One of the shittier cast members on the show, Nora Dunn, who really didn't... If you ask people what their favorite sketch was back then, nobody would have ever said anything that Nora Dunn was in. Jack and Jill went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Oh! Little boy blue. He needed the money. Oh! And a lot of his act was he was a male chauvinist pig. And then, then it really got ugly, the description of Andrew Dice Clay. Because they're using, I, and I use this word comedians very, very loosely to describe him. Today's woke comedians. And this one black chick. She was standing up for Nora Dunn. I, I, let, let me just say, if Nora Dunn was such a, an important person in the world of comedy, and so, you know, all right, why didn't she become a bigger star? Hmm. I mean, if everybody said she was such a trailblazer for standing up for women's rights, like Gloria Allred did, and she was a part of this, which she didn't need to be a part of, once again... Someone is being held by today's standards and things that were happening back then. There was no such thing as the word homophobia in the 80s and 90s. There was not. There was no such thing as homophobia. Buenos dias, Ogre. Of all the times for the AirPods to disconnect from the phone, mid-hickory-dickory-duck. Office just got a taste of ass. Oh, gosh. So they have these people that were around back then and then these comedians today. And everybody back then that was riding on the dice train didn't say a fucking word because the dice train was paying money. But boy, do they just want to assault his character on this show. Trying to say, now let me say this right now. Do you know who the America in the late 80s, early 90s, around that time, 80s and 90s, America was afraid of gay men, and it was all due to all the misinformation. I'll take a word from today and use it back then. All the misinformation when it came to AIDS. Do you know who the biggest supporter, you know who the biggest ally of gay men was? And he didn't mean to be, but it was Magic Johnson. When Magic Johnson got HIV, that changed the entire narrative of HIV and AIDS. Because everybody knew that Magic wasn't gay. I remember calling a joke line every day for the joke of the day, and I remember the day after Rock Hudson died. The joke, and I still know it today, because it was funny. Why did Rock Hudson never have car insurance? Because he was rear-ended too much. That was on a joke comedy line, a free joke comedy line. Because people told jokes like that back then because we weren't all a bunch of fucking sissies. So they, they say that he was so homophobic and he was, he was, gay men were getting beaten at his shows. 
Women were getting beaten at the Dice Man shows. I, I, I have something to say. Uh, let me read what this says. Uh, as a woman who is all about empowering other women, when that's happened, I lost all respect for SNL. He was a rock star, and it was also an act. It's called comedy. Thank you. They're jokes. They had this comedian guy who had an HBO show for a little while. He was about a broke comedian that wasn't any good. Well, that was really true because this guy is dog shit. Who tried to claim that as a comedian, the people live and die by the things that you say. Now, as somebody who's done stand-up and been doing comedy on the radio for 30 years, I can't remember half the shit that I've said. I don't, I don't... the people that listen to me, I don't f- think that you follow me blindly. You know that I say a lot of shit for the fact that it's funny to say it. <laughs> because that like a game in Astroglide. I don't know about you, but everything I need to know about AIDS I got from Eddie Murphy's Delirious. <laughs> well, and, and here's the other thing. As Andrew Dice Clay, he, 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 he. I'll never forget on his on one of his Madison Square Garden uh, cassettes that I had because I bought his cassettes. That's how old I am. He says, where are all my black people tonight? Smile. It's a fucking funny joke. And the crowd laughed. And black people were there. I saw the video. They laughed. But this special were to say that, oh, if you listen to Andrew Dice Clay, you probably hate gays and you probably beat women. Uh, Dice got thrown under the bus, uh, under the women's lib bus for no fucking reason because I didn't get beaten and I don't think other women did either at his shows. Well, this is the part where it really touched me. They were talking about Dice's fans. And I will say that I was a huge and, and still a huge Andrew Dice Clay fan. When I got assaulted by my ex-wife back in the day, She hit me eight times in the face. If I was truly following what Andrew Dice Clay said, I would have wiped the fucking floor with her. You know how many times I hit her? None. You know why? Because Andrew Dice Clay was an act. It was a joke. I was raised better than that, as most people in those arenas were. To come out and eviscerate this man in this quote-unquote special. And then I watched the one right after it. And to hold up Richard Pryor, and I love Richard Pryor, don't get me wrong, but to hold him up to say what kind of glorious man he was, and they showed all the dark sides of things that he did. This guy was a, a womanizer. He was raised in a brothel. He was going to be a pimp, so that, that should tell you a few things. Oh, oh, let's let's also not forget the fact that he was a a drug addict as well. But but Andrew Dice Clay's the bad guy because he told jokes. Once again, he told jokes. I I hate our society today. I hate it with every fiber of my being. I, I don't think I will watch another one of these dark side of comedy. It, it, it honestly, it sickened me. 
Like, I didn't know if I could go to sleep last night because I was so mad at this. I was so upset for, for, for everything that, and, and I don't know the Dice Man. I've seen him three or four times in concert. I, I, like I said, he was one of my, my favorite comedians growing up. So are you going to say the same about, let's go, let's go dark side of comedy against Don Rickles about how much of a racist he was? Except for the fact that he made fun of everybody, including himself and Jews in general. And he was a Jew. Let's just play fast and loose with everything. Oh, I I was so pissed off at that last night. Oh, my God. Uh, Also, the women he spoke about do exist. There are women like that, and that's why it's funny. The best line from Ford Fairlane, hey, it's Neil and Bob, or is that your names or what you do? And that came right from a stand-up. And that was a part of a three-picture deal, and they hardly released that movie. It was a dry opening. I remember seeing it opening night. The Adventures of Ford Fairlane is a hysterical movie, and it's got a good plot and a good story. And let's not forget, Morris Day is in the movie. My education from AIDS came from my high school uh, PE coach, told us they anally inserted death sentence. Another student said it was asshole infected, don't screw. I, I heard it was another infected dick sucker. Uh, let's not forget Pretty in Pink. That was where my uh, crush on Dice started in his heyday. He was hot, and he could actually sing, too. Okay, I'll stop with the love fest. No, it's okay, because, see, people like, like Nora Dunn, who amounted to jack squat in her career, she had a hard time going on, because what he says about women, what he says about women are jokes. When are we going to get through that, our, our, our fat fucking heads, that these are jokes? They had Gilbert Gottfried on, on this special, God rest his soul. And I don't want to see the dark side of Gilbert Gottfried because you want to talk about a dark comedian, that is Gilbert Gottfried. But I know that he and Dice were tight. And that's why they only had him on barely at the beginning to talk about how much, how good he was. All these other wannabe comedians. This girl that looks like she's barely out of college. That she, her, probably her act is something like this. This is the way she talks. That there's no energy in it. You're, you're not funny, hon. You're, you're just not. And the angry black woman. Oh, my God. Just shut up and realize they're jokes. And to the the shitbag guy from HBO, if a comedian thinks, I I learned this in radio, about my fifth year in radio. I'm not here to change hearts and minds. I'm here to entertain. If my job is to change your heart and mind and your decision on things, then I'm barking up the wrong tree. I give my opinions on things. I give my take on things. Some of them are legit, 100% me, and some are for comedy. Because that's what I do. I, I want to entertain you on the way to work. I was asked why I did what I do for a living. My job, what I, why do I do it? Because I want you to forget about the kind of day that you're either going to have or just had. I know that I don't have a quote-unquote real job. 
That's according to my aunt. She, God rest her soul, too, I guess. I don't have a real job like you people do. You have to answer to bosses. You have to fill out sheets and do all kinds of stuff, and you do real-world stuff. I, I, I tell dick and fart jokes, and if I can make you laugh on your way to work and make you forget about your awful boss for two minutes, or if you're driving home from work and you're listening later, and I can make you forget about maybe your kid's sick, maybe this or that, if I can take your mind off it for a minute, I've done my job. And I'm very proud of the job that I do. And I stand behind my almost 30 years in broadcasting. <laughs> you people. Yes, I'm, I'm just like Chick-fil-A, letting your community know when that's going to be released. Uh, Alicia says, morning, ass family. I appreciate your job and what you do. And I appreciate that. Alicia, you're a nurse. You have to deal with life and death situations. And I know that driving to work, maybe you're thinking about, Maybe something happened to one of the kids at school or your husband's neck surgery last week. If I can take your mind off that, then I've done my job. And that's all I'm here to do. And I think the Dice Man, that was his job. His job was to make you escape for an hour and a half or an hour of his stand-up show. And you know what? He did his job. And I say it. I will say it right now. Thank you, Andrew Dice Clay. Thank you for what you did because you were a great comedian and still are. Now, by the way, we have listener mail today. Lots and lots of listener mail. Zach, good morning to you, my friend. Um, I got a text yesterday uh, from uh, Andrew, or, or not Andrew, uh, and Adam. This is not Adam J, though. Um. He wrote on here, uh, three years sober today. Thanks for always being my inspiration. I said, hey, man, that's great. You did a great job. Uh, He texted back, it's hands down the best thing I've ever done for myself. Sober life is so much better. I've listened to your stories of struggle and recovery over the years on various media outlets you have been a part of, and I just wanted you to know how much you have personally helped me. We've never met and probably never will, but I just wanted to uh, personally thank you without you very well may be dead. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. And that's from Adam. Adam, you did all that hard work yourself. I'm glad that I could inspire you to do that. Uh, That's very important to me. My sobriety is very, very important to me in helping people with their sobriety. And we do have a question about sobriety in listener mail today. And it's a toughie. It it, it is a tough one. But, um... Where I'm going to entertain the shit out of you today uh, to honor Andrew Dice Clay. And the first story that we have is one of the kookiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I'll take care of it. All right, Dan. Dan, you're the man. He just says, hey, bro, I sent the wrong package out to you. I have <laughs> uh, I have your package, and you have mine. Could you send uh, Yeah, Oh, yeah, I, I, I can send that back to you. Uh, let's see. 
They went after Eddie Murphy, too, in the same anti-woman, anti-gay comments, too, as a lot of others at the time. But Eddie got a pass for the most part. He did moderate and turn to rated G afterwards. So was Andrew canceled, but Eddie was not because Andrew was white? Or was it because Andrew refused to cave to the woke or what was then called, uh, used to call them back then, crazy liberals? Eddie Murphy just went away. I mean, he, he turned G-rated when he became a movie star, and he, I think he went the way of the money. I think Andrew Clay was, was on a cross, and, and, and they wanted to burn him at the stake for being a man. I really believe that. All right. <laughs> this first story, like I said, boy, is it a doozy. Bill Gates, you know, the, the wackadoodle Bill Gates. By the way, is, is the uh, message board working? Um, Bill Gates claims that magic seeds, <laughs> magic seeds that are engineered to adapt to climate change and resist agricultural pests will solve world hunger. Magic seeds. Really? Gates says food, uh, says food aid cannot fully address the problem of global hunger. Innovations in farming technology are also needed to help reverse the crisis. These include, quote, magic seeds that are engineered to adapt to climate change, including maize, corn, that has been bred to be more resistant to hotter, drier climates, and rice that requires three fewer weeks in the field. Uh, Testing, okay, it is working. You know what will solve world hunger? Less fucking people. And that means less fucking people. Yeah, the, these magic seeds, may, may, I don't know, maybe they have some sort of, I don't know, chips in there that, that he can control the world with now. What a fucking nut. That was part of the story in the new Jurassic Park movies. So he's buying all the farmland to grow beanstalks to the giants in the cloud. Remember when diseases and disasters were nature's way of reducing population? Oh, don't don't leave out hunger. Hey, hey, look here. World hunger is a problem. Remember, that used to be the thing when they would interview a beauty queen. What do you want to do? It was either I want to bring the world peace or I want to feed the hungry. People that live in Shittistan and Dirtonia. That's a new one, Dirtonia. People who live in those places. Y'all are always going to be hungry. Why? As Sam Kinison said, nothing fucking grows there. So what you should do is drill and get all the oil that you can and sell it and buy food. Andrew says, call me weird, but I'd rather just have what nature gave us. Somehow, nature figured out how to make crops that survive pest and climate change for, I don't know, like 100,000 years. Fuck off, Bill. Yeah, I don't want any part of the magic seeds. And now I'm singing We Are the World. We are the children. Let let, let me let you in on a little secret. Everybody gather around the radio. I got to put a dip in. 
Okay, real quick. Real quick, everybody. We're not going to stop World Tongue Rule. I'm sorry to tell you that. And, oh, oh, oh. We're not going to stop climate change. You see, you see, when you try to outsmart Mother Nature, Mother Nature says, hold my beer. I'm going to fuck some shit up. There are things that we can do. I don't think that people should go out and burn tires in their backyard. I wish there was better things to do with one-use plastic containers. I do. I really do. But to say that we're going to stop it or we're going to clean it up, well, then first of all, the the climate change thing, here, let me get on my little soapbox and say it one real quick time. Oh, I don't get on soapboxes. That's right. Soapboxes are for assholes. Um, (laughs) You know these things that we live on, these tectonic plates? You know, the earth moves those, right? And when the earth moves those, we're not in the same spot we were. The problem with the earth is it's this round thing that's spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning, right? And you have all these weather patterns that have been going these certain ways for thousands of years. Well, they don't change. What changes is your location on the globe. That's why you hear of these 100-year storms. Because in 100 years, you have shifted where you are. Maybe not a whole lot, but maybe enough just to get into that certain weather angle. Now, I'm in favor. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm totally in favor. If people want to recycle, personally, I think it's a waste of time, but that's just me. I'm not going to thwart your plans. The people that have cellular or or, or solar on their houses, things like that. Hey, you drive a Tesla, fucking awesome. Bravo. Good, good, good. But, But we're not going to outsmart Mother Nature. We're just not. And, and once you realize that, you'll, you'll kind of go, huh, okay. Now, now I, I, I don't have children, and I know a lot of people that, that want to leave the world a better place. You want to leave the world a better place, Here, this is what you do. First thing you do is you kill Kim Jong-un. You want to make the world a better place for your kids, you get rid of dictators like that. You go over to the Middle East, and you wipe out every fucking bad guy in the Middle East. You go to China, you go to President Z, slap him around a little bit, kick him in his little ding-ding. And say, hey, China, y'all need to settle the fuck down. If you truly want to make the world a better place, that's going to do a whole lot more than taking old phone books into recycling centers. What? I thought the earth was flat. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) At least no angry tykes are. Gas prices are down, but diesel prices aren't. I'm bringing back driving my V10 Ram regularly. Good. Fucking A. You want to bring oil prices down? Well, let's stop relying on foreign oil. Don't get me started on that one. I'm not, I, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not even going to start on that. 
But Bill Gates selling magic seeds, I will not buy any Bill Gates products. I'm just telling you that right now. I'm done with Bill Gates. By the way, by the way, there, there is such a great headline today on the Daily Mail. This could be my favorite headline. Oh, did they change it already? Oh, no. Where'd it go? God damn it. It was about San Francisco. Oh, God almighty. It was, oh, man. Dang it. They updated their page. Sons of bastards. Hold on. Let's see if I can find it. It's so worth reading. I knew I should have held on to it. Oh, it was something like uh, entitled progressives. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I found it. Lunatic progressives who turned San Francisco into a fentanyl-ravaged hellhole are now begging for ideas to save the city, but there's a catch. You can't arrest anyone. We did that story about how they want to clean it up, but you can't arrest anybody. That is such a fantastic headline. Lunatic progressives. (laughs) And the Daily Mail is pretty much right down the middle. For them to say that, that's pretty fantastic. Uh, ghost gas prices are hiking back up, went up 30 cents in a week here. Oh, my. I work with a guy that actually thinks the earth is flat. It's hilarious listening to him. That guy, you know what, Derek, don't listen to him. That guy's an idiot. That guy is a moron. Zach just texted, if global warming was a real thing, why do the rich and, and famous buy beachfront homes? Uh, I mean, that that's a whole thing there, look. Look, we can't control. This is the whole thing. We're not in control of what the Earth does. In 1978, Time magazine had a picture of a guy who had frost coming off his face. He was he was in you know wearing the Nanook of the North type shit. 1978. Now that's what 40 something years ago, 50 almost 50 years ago, 46 years ago, something like that. 44. Um. That said, is is the world in for another ice age? Now, with more people on Earth, of course the Earth is going to get warmer. But, come on, we're trying to outsmart Mother Nature here. Do your part. Hey, I'm, I'm all in favor of it. Do your part. Try to leave the world a better, cleaner place if you can. Like I said, don't burn tires in your backyard. Trash doesn't belong on the streets. We can take care of that. But but just stop. Most cans now for soda are already recycled. Half the plastic bottles in the world are recycled, even though plastic recycling plastic is worse than throwing it away. But hey, like I said, do your part. I'm not telling you not to. I'm not telling you it's a waste of time, even though it is. But do your part. If the earth was flat, cats would knock everything off the edge. Oh, shit. Uh, All right. I I wanted to read you that headline because I thought that headline was hysterical. Um, There's a little story going on uh, that nobody, and by nobody I mean me, is ready for, and I didn't know this was happening. The United States, under our, our wonderful leader, 
good old Joe Biden. Mr. President, do you consider all Trump supporters to be a threat to the country? Let him answer. I don't consider any Trump this guy right here. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who registered to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or or political power. God damn it. He can't even fucking read it at the end. There is a massive rail worker strike that is going to cost the country $2 billion a day. Now, you would think that Joe Biden, I don't have the clip of it, when you know when he talked about taking the railway and how he's, he's rode the, the tracks over a million miles and his old friend there, Pepe. Remember that, all that garbage? So rail workers are going to go on strike. $2 billion a day. 15,000 nurses walked out in Minnesota and West, po- West Coast ports could shut down during contract disputes. Um, um, these are all problems, I think. 15,000 nurses work- walking out in Minnesota, huge problem. The ports shutting down during contract dispute, huge problem. The union is planning to hold the nation hostage. We don't negotiate with terrorists, fire all those cocksuckers. Well, I tell you what, let me ask you, Ogre. Do you think Joe Biden has the the testicular fortitude, a.k.a. the balls, to do a Ronald Reagan? Ronald Reagan fired all the air traffic controllers when they went on strike. I don't think he has it in him. He doesn't have the nutsack to do it. As many as 60,000 rail workers, 15,000 nurses, 22,000 West Coast port workers are plotting mass walkouts seeking better working conditions. Brother, nobody has those balls anymore. Amen. The union racketeering is part of his bread and butter. Several U.S. freight railroads said on Friday they were preparing for widespread strike and service disruptions, a deadline set by two holdout labor groups and protracted talks with railroad carriers for better benefits. The budgeting strike would cause mass interruptions in the nation's expansive rail system, which are used to ferry goods shipped and flown in overseas across the country and would cost roughly $2 billion a day. V. Coop says if they're white, they'll fire him. Well, that's a big problem there. You would think the transportation secretary would handle this. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. You know, Booty Gig. Booty Gig is busy hanging out with Monkeypox guy and nuclear, nuclear sludge developer. They're playing dress-up right now in the Oval Office. You know what to help those strikers and all that kind of stuff? This is Joe Biden. This is what he would say. You know how we're going to put an end to this? Everybody get the vaccine. You remember when he said that? When, when they asked him about hurricanes, the hurricanes that are ravaging the Southwest, this was last year. 
He said, well, the one way to combat the hurricanes is to get a vaccine shot. Huh? Wait, wait, no, Joe. Joe, you... What, wait, 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 what? What did you just say, Joe? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the, foot, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. That dumb fuck booty gig is probably too busy making sure the train's pronouns are correctly addressed. Swoosh says, can we blame them for walking out when McDonald's workers are going to get 22 bucks an hour? Bravo! Well said. Choo-choo-choo are their pronouns. They're playing pin the dick on the director of health. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, my uh, my union didn't uh, suck dick for me when I said no to the useless vaccine. Fuck the unions. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. We'll see what happens. Uh, I Look, I, if they shut down, I can't blame the, the people wanting better wages. I, I can't blame anybody for wanting better wages for the work you do. And now when an entire state, the biggest state in the country, population-wise, California, is mandating, is it, not even mandating, it's a law, that fast food restaurant workers get paid $22 an hour. I can see why people that work in, in, in the, the railway system that, that work in the, the, the harbors, in the dock workers, things like that, you know, that are busting their ass. And I'm not saying McDonald's workers don't bust their ass. I'm not putting McDonald's workers down. But if you're a McDonald's worker and you're getting paid more than a dock worker, there's a problem with our country. You're getting paid more than nurses. You're getting paid more than EMTs. There's a problem there. I know of a person that works at a a daycare center. And the stories I hear from this person about working at the daycare make me glad I never had children and I never had to use that. We're we're talking about three-year-olds that are are still pooping their pants and then rubbing it on things. I mean... what the fuck is wrong with our country? Why aren't we... Have we just taken, like, so much fucking drugs that we, we just don't realize what we're doing anymore? Better wages wouldn't be an issue if we stopped taxing the shit out of those that worked. Amen to that. In anticipation of the strikes over the road, shipments have spiked, and rates are through the roof again. And yes, of course they are. You know, our rail systems, our ports, you know, the ones that were bringing us all those goods that we were buying during the lockdown. And we're telling them no. Like, I'm not a big union guy. I'm not a big fan of unions. But, hey, I understand why they're in place. But come on. This This is so ridiculous. The world that we live in right now is so ridiculous. It's so dumb. 
And this is why I'm teaching you Chinese now on the show. If you weren't here earlier, uh, we learned how to say "fuck you" in Chinese. Fuck you in Chinese. 去你的，去你的，去你的。Joe Biden. Oh, speaking of Joe, I have not seen this clip yet, but I saw the headline, and the headline reads: "Kareem Jean Pierre." Stumbles when pressed on so-called inflation reduction act. Is it fair? Let's all hear it for the first time together. This gal is so dumb. Come on, play, damn it. Okay, hit play. There we go. Play. Stop spinning wheel. Come on. Let's see. CNN cuts coverage of Biden's Inflation Reduction Act speech as Dow plummets. <laughs> yeah, the, the Dow yesterday dropped the most. It's dropped in a long, long time. Oh, skip ad. Yes, I want to skip the ad. Would Here we go. What the Inflation Reduction Act do to reduce inflation in the short term? So I, I, when you look at um, the lowering costs in particular. Let's start that uh, over. The Inflation Reduction Act do to reduce inflation in the short term. So I, I, when you look at um, the lowering costs in particular uh, for, uh, for Americans, I think that's important when you think about how inflation uh, has uh, has increased uh, costs uh, for American Americans. If you think about the $100, uh, uh, saving about $100 per year on on premiums with ACA, uh, when you think about um, lowering costs for our seniors, capping that at 2000 a year instead of thousands and thousands of dollars a month, that lowering of, of cost uh, as we uh, as we deal with a time uh, that is uh, uh, difficult for many many Americans. Look, experts, economists have said that themselves uh, that this would uh, be uh, the Inflation Reduction Act would um, uh, uh, would would be beneficial to that 300 that extra 300 billion dollars in deficit uh, that is really important as we have uh, right now 1.7 billion uh, in deficit deduction under this administration it would it would help lower uh-huh. that even uh, even more which is incredibly important uh, and so look We've heard from Republicans and Democrats uh, who were throw uh, the Republicans uh, under the bus. Treasury secretaries who said it would lower inflation. Uh, We've heard from more than 126 economists said it would lower inflation. Uh, And so I think that is uh, uh, that is uh, also an important fact that we point to. Once again, once again, okay, enough of this stupid ass. Because the Inflation Reduction Act has nothing to do with inflation. If you look at the Inflation Reduction Act, it has all to do with the Green New Deal. It has nothing to do with inflation. And, by the way, another reason why inflation is going up, let's not forget the student loan forgiveness, which, by the way, an economist, uh, many economists have come out in the last week. Not only is it going to cost America a trillion dollars, are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? This could cost every single taxpayer in America $2,500 on their taxes next year. Now, Derek just texted me, and he, he, he says something very, very brilliant here. 
and says um, they will not stop going after Donald How much money are we spending on going after Donald Trump? That whack job, Mike Lindell, the guy with the perfect pillow, who's a huge Trump supporter, the FBI questioned him and took his cell phone yesterday. Why? Because he's a Donald Trump supporter. These 85,000 new IRS agents, who's paying them? How is that going to help solve inflation? Oh, that's right, it's not. I think that Donald Trump was a decent president. A lot of the country hated him for no reason. One of my one of my uh, favorite things now, one of my guilty pleasures, is watching either Charlie Kirk or Matt Walsh or any of these guys from the right go to Antifa rallies or go to anti-Trump rallies and ask him why he's a racist and they can't answer. Well, well, why, why, why is he a bad guy? Well, he cheated on his wife. Okay, well, Joe Biden cheated uh, on, 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 on Jill Biden's husband. Jill Biden was a white, she, she was a cheater. So they're in the same category, right? They won't answer. Usually they walk away because they've been stumped. They don't like Donald Trump because they were told not to like Donald Trump. Arnie, everybody knows you need to spend hundreds of billions of dollars to lower inflation. Oh, absolutely. It's maddening. It's maddening, these things that they say, these lies. And I know both sides lie. I'm no fan of Mitch McConnell. I'm no fan of anybody who's in office really right now. Honestly. If you held my feet to the fire, I would not say I trust any of them. I, I, and that includes a guy who I really did like, and that's Dan Crenshaw. I want to think that a former Navy SEAL is going to do what's best for this country, but then I just kind of go, well, well. And it pains me to say things like that. It's sad that we can't trust any of our quote-unquote leaders. These are the best people that we have to run the country? I don't think so. I mean, let, let, let's go through this. The, the guy that Tommy loves to fucking hammer, Swallowell or whatever his name is, he had a tryst with a Chinese spy. They know she was a spy. He admits to it, yet he is still part of the, 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 the intelligence committee. He shouldn't be a part of that. Why are we so dumb not to see that? Why are we so dumb not to see that Mitch McConnell has no spine whatsoever and shouldn't be reelected? We have senators who, who take naps during the sessions of Congress. Now, sure, it's funny to talk about and everything, but once you think about it, they're falling asleep on things that are affecting our country, that are affecting you and I. Now, I will go to my dying breath saying the people that broke into the, the, the Capitol building were wrong. 
But this is like an old Chris Rock bit. When Chris Rock says, I don't condone what OJ did, but I get it. I don't condone what those people did on January 6th, but I get it. Told you Crenshaw was just like the rest. Sadly, yeah. And it took me a while to see it. I was hoping. I was hoping he wasn't. All it takes is for people, and this, this look, look, this is just people. This is mankind in general. Once you get a taste of some power and some money, you enjoy it. I got, I got a taste of some power and some money when I was the number one rated show in Sacramento. I mean, I got to go to places that, and, and go into areas that I probably shouldn't have gone into. Nothing national security-wise, but concert-wise, things like that. And I enjoyed it. I got to do a lot of cool things. And these people, they're getting to do even cooler shit. And they're getting paid lots and lots of money to do so. All because they have either representative in front of their name or senator in front of their name. And they're just lapping it up. It's called being a human being. Now, I'm not letting them off on that because, you see, we hold them to a higher standard. Or at least we should, or at least we did. Good morning, Hot Mama. How are you? By the way, congratulations on your son. I know they lost, but, hey, it was good to see him playing again. One of those areas you shouldn't have gone into was Satana. Amen to that. Amen to that. Oh, now, remember a couple days ago when our wonderful, wonderful, awesome, and amazing vice president. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. Um, video footage captures a bunch of migrants in camo scaling Arizona wall. After Harris says the border is secure. By the way, why are you wearing camo to a wall that is rust colored? <laughs> illegal immigrants, uh, illegal migrants. You know what? I, I, I'm tired of it. Illegal aliens. Uh, that's the word that we use here on the show. Illegal aliens dressed in full camo, were spotted by Fox News cameras being lowered over an Arizona border wall Tuesday by human smugglers. The illegal border crossing happened just days after Kamala, the Indian giant, said that the border was secure. Now, do you want to hear the really bad story that goes along with it? Oh, you do? Okay, good. I'm glad. Illegal aliens, and this is happening in Eagle Pass, Texas, out by El Paso. Illegal aliens are killing pets. Stealing from shops, knocking on doors late at night in Texas border towns, prompting residents to arm themselves. Laura Ramos, a business owner in Eagle Pass, says, I don't feel safe. 
She keeps several weapons at her store for defense. Uh, another business owner whose employees are all female said she used to close her business at 9. Now she closes it as soon as it gets dark. But wait a second. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't the vice president, also the, the, the immigration czar, Kamala Harris said the borders were secure? Well, huh. Huh. The Del Rio sector of the southern border, which includes Eagle Pass, and this is out by El Paso, has seen almost 376,000 encounters since last October. Almost 1,100 a day. When America... Will you say enough? When will this stop? And these are not people. These are not all people seeking, you, you know, a, a, a safer place to live because uh, El Salvador. By the way, these news anchors that roll their R's, they need to stop that shit. I'm tired of that. They're not escaping, you know, persecution from the government. They're busy bringing fentanyl and other drugs over. Why wear camo when they just walk across the border? I know, right? I mean, illegal aliens killing pets. They are agents of the rest. Oh, we'll talk about the rest a little bit later. Oh, the rest. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about them. This is asinine. This is yeah, this to me proves hey you want you want to call me conservative fine I don't give a shit anymore um this this proves to me that the powers that are in charge don't give a fuck they don't care about the crime rates going up because the crime rates are going up and you can tie that straight to what is happening at the border I wish I could fail up in life like our vice president all you got to do is start sucking dick that's all you got to do Find a fucking crazy mayor, suck his dick, and they'll appoint you the attorney general of the most populated state in the nation. Then don't do your job there and keep keep people incarcerated longer than their terms because you want to use them as slave labor. And lo and behold, you'll become the vice president of the United States of America after a miserably failed attempt to become president to where you didn't even get 2% of the vote in your home state. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was just all needed to get regurgitated out. And people, like, like I know that the, the, the current administration's approval numbers are way down. I, I, how can anybody approve what they're doing? How, how are their approval numbers not zero? I mean, I guess it's from buying off all these college kids' loans. Unbelievable. 
unfucking believable. <sighs> and it only gets worse. Uh, the woke Department of Defense Equity Chief writes anti-white post, exhausted with these white folks. The diversity chief at the Department of Defense. Now, first of all, what the fuck is that? Why is there a diversity chief at the Department of Defense? The Department of Defense has a job to do, and that is keep our country safe. I don't need there to be another office built for the diversity chief. This person has written children's books on defunding the police, BLM, and white privilege. Lovely. She describes herself as a woke administrator. Kelsa Wing of the DEI Chief and Department of Defense Education Activity, which provides K-12 education to the Department of Defense community in the U.S. and all over the world, has written a book called What is White Privilege? Now, I would love to read that. I would love to read it. If anybody wants to send me this book, What is White Privilege? I will read it live on the air. She wrote in 2020, I'm exhausted with these white folks, F-O-L-X, in these professional development sessions. Uh, this lady actually had the caudacity to say that black people can be racist too. Well, they can, stupid. I had to stop the session and give Karen the business. We are not the majority. We don't have power. A threat of why ask for assistance. You don't need to have. I have zero power whatsoever. I guess I can't be a racist. Inward, 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 inward. I am so tired. That's the lamest, worst excuse I heard. And by the way, that's not original. You got that from Kevin on The Real World, the first season when he was talking to the Alabama chick, Julie. He said black people cannot be racist because they don't have the power. Really? Wait, 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 Am I forgetting something? Am I forgetting who the 44th president of the United States was? Huh. Let's see. Let's see, we have, we have dipshit Joe Biden now. We had Donald Trump. That, well, George, Bush, George W. Bush was before him. Bill Clinton was before him. Papa Bush was before him. There's that gap in there. I'm, oh, that's right. A fellow by the name of Barack Hussein Obama, who, by the way, was a black man. And by the way, you have no power. Well, then you should not have, quote, given the business to that Karen. You have no power. Sit down, bitch. I mean, she can't even 
Kalisa Wing is her name. And racism is her game. Black people can't be racist. We don't have power. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you high? What's my... Uh, let's see. Uh... <laughs> good. Somebody, somebody wants to send the book. I know this person so good. Uh, Bill Clinton called himself the first black president. He did. And a lot of black people said Bill Clinton was the first black president. (laughs) Obama wasn't black. He was actually old man Smithers. (laughs) And he would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you fucking kids and that damn dog. Hashtags Ruby Doo. (laughs) Raggy. She also wrote a book, What Does It Mean to Defund the Police? What is the Black Lives Matter movement? Oh, I can answer all these questions. Okay. What does it mean to defund the police? Well, it means you're a stupid fuck and that crime is going to go up. What is the Black Lives Matter movement? It is a waste of time and nothing but poppycock. What is white privilege? A made-up thing. I, I, I hate our country more and more every single fucking day. Every single day. And, and this is the lady who's in charge of the Department of Defense, the diversity chief. First of all, let's get rid of all diversity chiefs. How about this? How about this? We have a story later on today about the, uh, the Phoenix Suns owner. Tommy and I were at lunch when all this broke about him. And Tommy just looks at me and he goes, It's kind of fucking stupid to own an NBA team and be a racist. I go, yeah, I would agree with that. And that was the conversation we had. We don't need diversity. Isn't Chief offensive to engines? Yeah. Wasn't Condoleezza Rice like, you know what? Oh, she was. But she couldn't be racist because she had no power, even though she was Secretary of State. Let's, let, let, let's, hey, everybody, put on your big boy and big girl pants. Because this one might sting you a little bit, especially those people that have been put in roles that you know you don't deserve. I'm talking about the entire administration's cabinet right now. How about instead of having a diversity chief to make sure we hire enough women for the job, enough men, enough Asians, enough, you know, Calcuttans? How about we hire the person that is best qualified for the job? I know, I know, that's insanity. That is crazy talk. But instead of filling out quota numbers, because quota numbers don't mean shit, and I understand that quota numbers, you get certain tax breaks and things like that. First thing that, that Tommy's going to do when he's in office, we're going to get rid of, I, I'm, I'm being his ear, we got to get rid of all these quota numbers and stop giving them money for hiring enough women or hiring enough, you know, left-handed people to do a job. No offense to left-handed people or women. But how about we hire 
the best candidates for the job. And we don't care what their plumbing is. We don't care what their pigmentation is. If they can do the job, and they can do the job well, for the money that we offer them, we hire them. I know, I know, that's just stupid. That's just dumb. Arnie, they'll just hire white men everywhere. Well, I don't think there are going to be enough white men qualified to play in the NBA. I'm just going to say that right now. I, I, I'm thinking the NBA's numbers are going to go down dramatically, even though they have gone down dramatically. How about this? Instead of hiring a chef because he's black, how about we hire a chef because he's good? How about we don't incentivize hiring practices of places? How about you hire the best? And if the best person, if the best candidate, and you see their resume happens to be white, sorry. Sorry that they worked hard their whole life. Book ordered. Now Fifty Shades won't be the worst thing you've read. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, I always tell my son only white people are racist. He is half white and half Asian. And he asks what makes me. I tell him (laughs) he makes himself. He hates himself. (laughs) That's funny. Here in New Mexico, the Democrats' message about the Republican candidate for governor is that he doesn't have enough experience and he's not qualified. And yet they are the party of hiring people based on identity. Isn't that amazing? We need more diversity, so I think Ben Shapiro should be in the NBA. Yes, there aren't enough Jewish people in the NBA. Ben Shapiro, you are to report to the New York Knickerbockers very, very soon. Mage is your son racist and then racist again an hour later. Hashtag TL2024. What? Hire competent people to do the job? I can't believe the outright bigotry I'm hearing. Ogre, when I hear that word experience, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. An experienced politician just knows how to lie and cover things up better. They are all lying narcissists. Oh, speaking about lying politicians and terrible fucking people. Oh, before that, Radberger just texted, let's see, um... Come on, man. We need everything to look like America. We need 50% gays, 20% trans, 10% non-binary, 30% straight and 30% black, 30% Hispanic, 30% Asian, and 10% white. That's the colorblind that the woke want. Yes. Oh. And you have to be a narcissist to even think about running for office. Oh, Loudoun County, Virginia is in the news again, and it's good news this time. As a judge there has kicked out the liberal district attorney from the case of a dad whose daughter was sexually assaulted in the school. Um, the, the attorney's name is Buta Bajish. From an appeals case citing concerns over impartiality, the case involves a Virginia father who was arrested last year while speaking out at a school board meeting after his daughter was sexually assaulted by a male student. We all remember this. 
when the, the boy who wanted to transition to a girl was hiding in the girl's restroom and raped a 15-year-old girl. Let me say that again. He raped a 15-year-old girl. And the administrators had heard about it and found out about it. And instead of contacting the girl's parents right away, they transferred that young man, who wants to be a girl, to another school, which, by the way, he did it again, or at least he tried. And the father showed up at the school board meeting, and he was hot. And I can't blame him for being hot. And he was held back, and he tried to attack. What would you do? And by the way, how is that a crime? All that Scott Smith and his family have ever asked for is that Loudoun County school system protect their daughter and treat them fairly. It is not. The court's order today has corrected in some measure the injustice uh, created by the district attorney. And the court has restored his hope for a fair trial on the remaining charge against him in quest to protect his beloved daughter. First of all, why was he charged? Smith attended the school board meeting last year and railed against the school's failure to protect his daughter as she was sexually assaulted. The board meeting soon made national headlines and became a focal point of Virginia's gubernatorial election when video and images showed Smith being dragged out of the meeting by law enforcement and the dad said to the school board uh, was engaging in a cover-up of this assault. So once again, why was he arrested? I don't understand all the charges should be dropped against him. His daughter was raped, and he wasn't told about it. Not until she got home. Wouldn't you want that call right away? I mean, first of all, I wouldn't want that call ever. Let me, let me, let me correct my verbiage there. Wouldn't you expect that call right away? Because I'll tell you this right now. If I were to be cursed and have children and then doubly cursed and have daughters, yes, I said it. And um, Arnett, Arnett, for some reason, got raped at school. I'm, I'm going to try to fatten her up to where she, she ain't going to be, you know, sought after. She ain't going to be a cheerleader. She, she's probably going to be, you know, fucking chess club or something like that. Um, but some, some dude who thinks he's a girl rapes my daughter. As soon as I find out about that, this is what happens. Is that I come down to the school and I flat out murder that kid. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I, 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 will go, I, I will not waste time by going to the school board, things like that. I will show up at the school, have my daughter point him out, kiss her on the forehead because I know I'm going to jail for a while, and I will actually cut his head off. I will either cut his head off or I will cut his wiener off and shove it down his throat. There you go. Since the schools aren't going to do their job and protect my children, I guess I have to. Okay. You need to repeat the line drop so you don't have to say, let me say it again. Unbelievable. I, I can't believe he's being charged with anything. That, that just amazes me. Uh, I know it shouldn't. I know. I, I know it shouldn't. But it does. All right, Ask Family, we talked about this last week, and we're going to do it right here 
right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for Celebrity, Celebrity. Deathmatch. Today is a very special day because we have the Mount Rushmore of best boobs in movies and TV. I only really have one TV one, and I wanted to get something special there. But that's right. We're doing the best topless scenes in movies right now. Let's get it on. All right. Uh, oh, Chinese. Oh, you want the Chinese fuck you real quick? Okay, hold on. Hold on, C-Nasty. Let me do that for you real quick. Fuck you in Chinese. 去你的. 去你的. Chunido. Chunido. There you go. All right. In our first matchup, we have the aforementioned great boobs of Sydney Sweeney from the TV show on HBO, Euphoria, taking on Olivia Wilde. I can't remember the HBO show where she showed off everything, but she also showed her boobs off in the movie Drinking Buddies. Sydney Sweeney versus that tramp Olivia Wilde ass family. Ah! Let's settle down, Howard. Who ya got? I might not be able to vote everyone, but add Jamie Lee Curtis to training places. Still can't stand her. I love that Jason Sudeikis won an award again, and she didn't. Next matchup. Now, now hear me out before everybody loses their lunch. This is a real one here. Actually, yeah, actually, you know what? No. Hold on a second. I have to change something up here. I'm saving this one for last. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on, no, no. Okay, I'll just keep it as it is, okay. Now, 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 real quick, at one time, this actress was pretty hot, and she showed off her boobs a lot. In the movie Body Heat especially, I'm talking about Kathleen Turner. This is before she blew up and became Chandler's father on Friends. Kathleen Turner taking on the topless beauty herself from the movie Nine and a Half Weeks, Kim Basinger. Kathleen Turner versus Kim Basinger. Ask family, who ya got?
Oh, we have a winner. This was a no-brainer ass family. Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger moves on. Next matchup. Boy, oh boy. This one now now see, this is diversity here as family. I ask you, best topless scene. Will it be from the movie Monsters Ball? which Halle Berry gagged on, but she showed her titties. Halle Berry in Monsters Ball versus Salma Hayek in a hot lesbian scene in the movie Frida. Halle Berry, Salma Hayek. Ask family, who you got? Manamana. 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 matchup in the first round. Now, I have to admit that this one is a personal favorite of mine. The movie was called Saturn 3. She did show her boobs off in a movie. She showed them off in Playboy a lot more. The number one with a bullet, the one and only from Texas, Farrah Fawcett, taking on an actress that we did not want to see her boobs ever, but in the movie about Schmidt, she showed them off. Ladies and gentlemen, Kathy Bates. Farrah Fawcett versus Kathy Bates. And this song is appropriate for the Who You Got. Fair to win. Well, look, Fair's got a, her hands full, 
And I do mean that pun-wise as well in the next round. All right, here we go. Next round. To see who makes the Mount Rushmore of greatest topless scenes in movies. Our first matchup, Olivia Wilde. As much as we don't like her now for cheating on Jason Sudeikis, we have seen her naked and she's quite hot. Taking on a gal who was very, very hot back in the day. She's just gotten older. Showed them titties off in nine and a half weeks. Kim Basinger, Olivia Wilde, Kim Basinger, ass family. Who you got? She will go up against the winner of this heavyweight matchup. Boy, oh boy. Is there really a loser in this? A matchup between Selma Hayek and Farrah Fawcett. Maybe they could have a kiss-off to see who wins. Selma Hayek in Frida. Farrah Fawcett in Saturn 3. Ask family who you got. is defeated. Selma Hayek moves on and joins Kim Basinger on the Mount Rushmore of boobs in movies. We will have round two coming up next in the next break here at ArnieRadio.com.
Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps a rolling. On down to San Antonio When I was just a baby My mama told me, son Always be a good boy Don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno Just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing I hang my head and cry There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep a moving And that's what tortures me I've been really depressed about Longhorns and, and that game last week, and I know that's childish and everything, but fuck off, I'm a child. She's been wanting to know what to do for my birthday, because my birthday's Saturday, and I take my birthday very seriously. And I felt like I really dropped the ball on her birthday this year, so I said, I don't need a birthday. I, I, don't, I don't deserve one. And she goes, no, you're going to get a birthday. So she said, you can pick any restaurant you want to go to. And I said, all right. So I started looking at restaurants. And I really want some A5 Wagyu beef, 
but I don't want to pay A5 Wagyu beef prices at top-notch steakhouse, even though she said it had been okay. Instead, I said, no, I want this recipe that I saw on TikTok, and I saw it last year, and we're going to make it this weekend. It's called trash bread. Now, what you do is you get, like, pizza dough, right, and, and you lay it out flat, and you, you, you brown some ground beef and, and onions and all kinds of shit in there, and you put ketchup and mustard in there and dill relish, which we are not using dill relish, thank the Lord above. And then you cook it up, and then you fold over the pizza. The, the, you, you put it in the middle, and you, you cut slits in the pizza thing, and you do it one over the other, right? And it's called trash bread, and you bake it. It looks amazing. I said, let's do that. And she remembered that I wanted to uh, start using different seasoning on the steaks and things that I make around the house. We've got every flavor of Weber seasoning now because she's awesome. And the best thing, though, the, the best thing, though, she was looking out for me. And, and I don't give her enough credit for this. And, and I have to say I love you for it, and you are the best. This morning I made uh, – I have a, a story about perfect breakfast, and I made something pretty close to a perfect breakfast this morning. But I only had three eggs left. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't tell her to get – and I looked down in the refrigerator, and there's like fucking a million eggs in there. So she got that ahead of time. She is awesome. So I just want to take this time on the show to say how much I appreciate and love the one and only bratty kid. So there you go. She didn't make me do any of that. I did that all on my own. So there you go. Uh, all right. It is time for Listener Mail, uh, which is sponsored by our dear friends over at JS Floors, the best flooring stores in the West. Oh, God, the rest. They're at it again. They're at it again. They're duping you people. When they come to your house to do a quote-unquote estimate, they're installing cameras in your toilets. And then they will pleasure themselves watching you do your business. Then they're filming themselves as well, so they film themselves filming you, watching you do your business, and they stream that online so they can afford to freebase fentanyl with your pets that's right they've gotten your pets addicted to fentanyl you know who won't do that my good friend jesse over at jazz floors he's not gonna mess with your pets he's not gonna videotape you doing your business he's gonna come in and put in the best floors known to mankind so give him a call at 775-267-4123 uh, let's see. The rest are busy gearing up for vice presidential run in 2024. They figured they have sucking so much for so long that it would be natural transition. Yeah, the rest married Meghan Markle. The rest don't tell you that your kid got molested in the school bathroom. The rest are starting to sound more and more like the FBI. Uh... I'd like to thank Braddy for being a perpetual pain in the balls. It's a dirty job, but somebody has to do it. Much love to you, Braddy. Uh, uh, all right, time for mail. i got to put a dip in. Hold on a second. Uh, oh, and by the way, yesterday she scheduled me tomorrow. Oh, I, I'm not looking forward to it. I was like, you did this before my birthday? Oh man, this is gonna this is gonna be tough. But uh, I am going to the doctor tomorrow, and I'm gonna get a physical, physical 
terrified. I'm terrified. I know there's going to be a finger put in my butt tomorrow. I'm not looking forward to it. The, the, the cold hands on the, on the sack telling me to cough, done that one before. The finger in the butt, oh, not ready for it. Um, off subject for all you Handmaid's uh, fans, first two episodes of the new season are out. Thank you very much. How much weight do you think the doctor will tell you to lose, five or ten pounds? I hope he doesn't say any. I hope he says, ah, you look pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not excited about this. I'm going to talk to him about my knee. Uh, ask for a doctor with small hands. Tell him you prefer a small Asian woman as your doctor. <laughs> Do you have any Asian doctors of the female persuasion? I'm just happy that, that, that this is getting taken care of. And I got to ask him about these wrestles. My legs have been doing good. Alicia asked me off the air about my legs. They're doing better. The magnesium, even though magnesium and sushi don't go well together. Oof. By the way, let, let me just say this right now. Texas sushi is bad. I, I got sick from it yesterday afternoon. I threw up. It, it was, and, and and been shitting ever since too. Ugh. I I, I got I got to put an end to my Texas sushi. When the doctor tells you uh, to bend over and make sure he doesn't have both hands visible. Yeah, I don't want both hands on my shoulder, doc. Uh, it doesn't matter what the doctor says, AIG, uh, or a large Samoan woman. MG and sushi sounds like a lethal combo. Oh, magnesium and sushi do not go well together. Believe me, I know. Uh, all right, let, let, let's get to mail here before I let you in too much in my, my whole life here. Last time I had sushi, I got food poisoning. Never fucking again. Yeah, I, I can't have it unless I go back to Sacramento and then I have to have it at McCoonie's even though I vowed never to eat there again. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, now this is an ask one, so uh, I, I don't have the music prepared and I put a dip in. Uh, we got two songs today since I did not sing uh, last week. So here we go. Uh, I have the songs already picked out. Not to worry. We're, we're ready to go with that uh, as soon as I find them. There we go. There's the one I want. I Meet that. three people who took in. Shut up. All right. No minimum ad. deposit to open? Simple tools. How long is this fucking ad? This ad's like 35, 40 seconds long. Ready, kid? Have a good day at work. Hey, look at that. Bubba the cohort is in, finally. Traitor. <clears throat> Wahlberg, Betty White, Jimmy Walker's Dynamite, Fred Sanford, Garrett Top, your mom likes to mop, Satana hated me, her clit hung to her knee, I did another show without me, it really blows. Harry Carey, Stone Cold, great men, I am told, 
Joe Dog Radio 2, I just say fuck you. Now you know why this show is so good and better, and it is so important to me. It's time to ask Arnie. He is that we hope you're down with that. You should go ask him right now before he goes out and fucks the cow. There you go. All right. All right. That's one done. I haven't done this in a while, and, and Bubba, this is Bubba's favorite. And the next one coming up is Bubba's favorite, and I have to do it since he's sitting right here. He requested it, and he's a good boy. He is a good boy. Uh, now i got to find it. Let's see. Oh, it's down here, down below. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Where is it? There it is, right there. <coughs> Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, all-time favorite. Got some problems, I can help you. Don't you worry, I'm a trained professional. We've all been there, time after time, now you got I can't help you out. Ask me now. Ask me now. Before I book a car. You know I'll do it. Because I've done it. I'm fucking a cow. I'm fucking a cow. All your rage. Gutter, you sure miss me. That is fucking obvious. Fat and fatter is what you become. Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now, ask me now. Be because I like to fuck out.
that's just genius right there. I mean, where is my Grammy? I need to be an EGOT winner. That's all there is to it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Uh, let's see. We didn't start straight fire. Uh, the cook deal is the only thing I can usually stomach. I can't do it. It's taken to Japantown, San Francisco, like 17 years ago. And to be nice, the person treating us, I puked in my mouth and swallowed it. Without me, it's not good. LOL is an understatement. <laughs> uh, I went in, I went in, I want in on this sushi lunch. Uh, sounds good. I'm only there for friendships, as Ogre stated. The pot stickers. I'll go with you, Alicia, but you better not make me walk anywhere. God damn it. Oh, and I miss and I'm starting Hands Made Tale today. There's a new show on Disney called Patient. It's only four episodes, but it's good. New show started on Showtime this week called uh, American Gigolo, starring the guy uh, John Barenthal, dude from uh, The Punisher. Watch the first episode. It might take some getting used to. Rosie O'Donnell plays a tough lesbian cop. Wow, that's a stretch for All right, this letter is from Ben, and it says, Dear Arnie, I just wanted to say how much I enjoyed you over the years and really respected the fact that you put your real life out there all those times. I am an alcoholic, and I am currently trying to stop, but I'm having a hard time because my girlfriend of two years is still a drinker. No, not as bad as me, but I'm afraid to stop drinking because I don't want to lose her. I'm not asking her to stop because she doesn't have a problem. I hope that you can help me out here because I don't want to drink, and I don't want to lose her. And that's from Ben. Well, oh, that, that, that Steve Carell thing. That's that's where he's got got a serial killer. That's on Hulu too. Mm. All right. First of all, Ben, good for you to to want to quit drinking. You realize that you have a problem, and you can't control it. You're powerless over the beast. Okay. This has nothing to do with your girlfriend. If your girlfriend loves you, she'll stand by you. Now, it's not fair to ask her to quit, and I'm glad you didn't ask her to quit because she doesn't have the problem. You do. If she still wants to go out and drink, this is something that you, Ben, will have to figure out how to work it out. Now, ideally, that's not the best for relationships is to have somebody who's new to recovery dating somebody who's going out and drinking. But she doesn't have the problem. Ben, you have the problem. This is on you. Stop dragging other people in. What you just said there, and I'm I'm sorry I'm going to be tough with you on this, but this is the way you have to be. That's an excuse. You're looking for an excuse to continue to keep drinking, and that's what this beast does to you is it has you make up these excuses. Um, Ken Dog says, Ben, you'll lose her anyway if you keep drinking. You first, buddy. That is the thing here. And, and, and when it comes to recovery, let me just say this real quick. It's okay to be selfish. It's okay because you are saving your own life. If she wants to keep drinking and she doesn't have a problem, she can go out and socially drink, I'm envious. You should be envious of that. But you see, alcoholics, they can't. They can't go out and have just one or two. They have to have enough to fucking either not feel any pain or to black out. 
I still don't understand why do everybody doesn't black out when they drink. I mean, that was the that was the only reason I drank was to black out. My friends in Sacramento are trying to make a group of people who yell AIG <laughs> at a certain somebody anytime she's seen in public. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I, I can't say that I endorse it, but if you saw the which way my head was shaking up and down, <laughs> you'd, you'd get it. Ben, it doesn't matter what she does. All you have to do, Ben, is not drink today. And I know that you're going to have another excuse for me. Oh, when we kiss, I can taste the alcohol on her breath. Well, then guess what? You aren't ready. Either you aren't ready to quit drinking or you need to, to not be around people that drink. If that's what's going to target or trigger you to do this. By the way, once again, your triggers are not other people's problems. Your triggers are your problems. I'm rooting for you, Ben. I, I mean, like I, I, I read this text that I got this morning from Adam, who I've never met. And he's done the hard work. He's gotten, what What was it, three years sobriety or five years sobriety? Hold on a second. I want to make sure I get this right. Um, three years sobriety. I think that's fantastic. Get rid of the excuses. Look yourself in the mirror every morning when you wake up and say, I'm not going to drink today. The phrase one day at a time is not just a shitty sitcom that had a creepy supervisor on it. It's the way to live your life. One, especially for alcoholics. I'm not telling other people to live their lives the way I do, but for alcoholics, it seems to work. If you say you're not going to drink today, the only person you have to let down is you. Ben, I'm rooting for you. I understand that you don't want to lose your girlfriend. But let me ask you this question. Would you rather lose your life? There you go. And, and like I said, like, like I, I applaud Ben for writing, for having the guts to say that he wants to stop drinking. But it does take, and every time I see that somebody gets sober, there's a, a guy, a friend of mine on Facebook who celebrated his one-year sobriety yesterday, and I said, great job, keep up the hard work. Because that's exactly what it is. It's hard fucking work that pays off day after day that you don't drink. I don't know if I'm going to drink tomorrow. I have no idea. I don't know what tomorrow brings to me. I'd like to think that I could say, and, and I've never said, well, I'm never drinking again. We've all said that the, the, the morning after on the toilet, saying, oh, I'm never drinking again, and then drank that night. I know that I'm not going to drink today. I don't have a reason to drink today. I'm good to go. And if I look back on, on things that have happened to me in my past that didn't make me drink, it's going to take a pretty earth-shattering happening to, to have me go out and belt a couple down. So, Ben, you can do it and stop using your girlfriend as an excuse. I look forward to hearing back from you, Ben. Hopefully you'll write me when you have your two, three, four years of sobriety as well. 
Uh, next one here, let's see. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Hey, did you know that tomorrow's the first day of Hispanic Heritage Month? Now, now you do. Uh, how do you know if you'd lose your girlfriend? I can drink, and I know I can drink, but I don't. Su- uh, but I don't to support Arnie. Trust me, every day after work and most times during work, I want to drink, and she doesn't, and that's fine. And and if she was to drink, I'd be fine with it. It's fine. All right, this letter is from Heather. It says, Arnie, I know you didn't watch the Emmys the other night, but I was wondering why does Jimmy Kimmel get a pass for ruining that woman's moment, getting her award by just laying on the stage. And make, making the moment his instead of hers. A lot of people didn't watch the Emmys, and I don't blame you because they're fucking terrible. Uh, I don't know what the woman's name was, but she was the first black woman to ever be nominated for three separate writing categories in comedy, and she won. Now, she she's friends with Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel and Will Arnett came out on stage, and Will, Will Arnett drug him out on stage by his feet. Because Jimmy Kimmel was protesting the fact that he is yet to win an Emmy for Best Late Night Talk Show. Well, the reason why you don't win is because it's not the Best Late Night Talk Show. Your talk show sucks. And you suck. This is just yet another crime against black people that Jimmy Kimmel is allowed to get away with. Jimmy Kimmel has got to be a part of the Illuminati. Yes, Andrew, the Emmys did happen. Ted Lasso won for best comedy. Um, I've never seen somebody not get canceled for wearing blackface. All his shit, his misogyny on the man show. None of this has ever been called into place to get him canceled. It must be something to do with the late night hosts. And, and, And let me walk you down this street. Jay Leno, I, we used to have a, a, a bit about Jay Leno or a segment about Jay Leno because we didn't do bits. Jay Leno was probably one of the most racist people to ever host late night talk show because the only time he ever talked to Kevin Eubanks, his band director, the big old black dude sitting there playing the bass, the only time he talked to him was when they were talking about black people. Uh, hey, Kevin, uh, wondering, uh, did, you, did you see Roots? Do you know uh, Kunta, Kente, or Toby? I mean, Jay Leno was fucking, and, and he was just so out and out bad about it. Jimmy Fallon's just awful. Uh, the, every late night, I don't know who won the late night award, but none of them should have. Oh, I think that's the one that John Oliver won, best talk show. There you go, John Oliver won over Jimmy Kimmel. I think that's funny. When is Goodfield going to win his late-night Emmy? Never. Shit. The Emmys are bullshit. Better Call Saul was nominated in 46 times. And could you pick up one? Bullshit. Well, why is Yellowstone not ever nominated? Yellowstone is the most-watched show on cable television, yet it has not gotten one single nomination. Do you know why? Because it's not woke enough. That's what wins these awards now. Look, I like Ted Lasso, but Ted Lasso is about the friendliest show in the world. And it's still funny. 
I don't know why Jimmy Kimmel get, keeps getting away with it. When this gal called him a godfather of comedy the other night, because they asked her about this in her, uh, her press conference holding her award, and she said she didn't know. She was in the moment right then and there. She was just too, too excited, so she doesn't know if she's mad that he ruined her moment by just laying there. But then she says, well, it's Jimmy Kimmel. He's like a godfather of comedy. And I, 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 I just about, holy shit, that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. My fucking pinky toe is funnier than Jimmy Kimmel. And it pains me to say that because Jimmy Kimmel's a radio guy. And I've tried to support radio guys their whole career. But he is just a flat-out smackdown dirt bag. So I don't know. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? The Emmys had 5.9 million viewers down from seven last year. I thought that was a high number. Holy shit. Jesus, they had 5.9 million viewers. Good for them. They almost catch me for all the fucking listeners I have. Uh, This is from Jason. It says, Arnie, I think that you should give up broadcasting. And Tommy, give up firefighting and move straight to Hollywood because you two as casting directors could save the industry. I'm not even a wrestling fan, and I would have seen both those movies you guys cast yesterday. Well, I mean, the Sultan of Brunei is going to have to pay for those movies. Yeah, uh, the Von Erichs movie is actually getting made. We, we talked about a possible biopic on the life of Ric Flair, Woo! which I'd love to see. Bradley Cooper playing Ric Flair. I I don't know, man. I just I I don't I don't really see it. I do I do see Cole Hauser, the guy who plays Rip on Yellowstone, playing Arn Anderson. That 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 one right there is that that's set in stone. And Cole Hauser could play Terry Bam Bam Gordy as well. But uh yeah, the casting they and notice I didn't have Ryan Reynolds in either movie, so thank God for that. <laughs> that was a lot of fun with Tommy yesterday. There are a couple things I didn't get to with Tommy yesterday. There's this new thing going around where people are naming either the five greatest athletes of all time or the goats from every sport of all time. And I got to say, I, I'm just, nope, time out. Nope, it, it, nope, stop it. Like the great, the the five great. I saw this list, and one of the it was Michael Jordan, then Babe Ruth, terrible athlete. Um, who was next? Um, oh, Michael Jordan, Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali. I forget who number four was, but number five was Serena Williams, and and and, and I'm sorry, but. Being the world's greatest female tennis player does not get you up on the athlete of uh, the greatest athletes list. I'd put fucking Secretariat the racehorse in front of Serena Williams. I mean, if I were to do greatest of all time in each sport, okay, let's go basketball, Michael Jordan. Football. I either go Jim Brown. Football's a tough one for me. I, I'm not giving it to Tom Brady. Quarterback, I could give to Tom Brady, but the greatest player of all time, uh, Jim Brown, 
You might laugh at this one. Deion Sanders, who had a hell of a career. Lawrence Taylor. Those, those guys are all better than Tom Brady. Jerry Rice, good gold. That that is that is a great one there. I I could put and by the way, I put Joe Montana in front of Tom Brady every single time still too. There's nothing wrong with Serena, but she's not one of the five greatest athletes of all time. She can be the greatest female tennis player, but the greatest female tennis player is not going to beat the greatest male tennis player. And who would that be? Would that be Nadal or Roger Federer? I got to thank you out. She put me onto this uh, John McEnroe documentary on Showtime. Hell, I'd put Johnny Mac still above. Uh, hockey, boy, y'all are not going to be happy about this. Wayne Gretzky is not the greatest hockey player of all time. No, it's this fellow by the name of Gordy Howe. And best baseball player of all time. Now, to be a, a, a great baseball player, you have to have the five tools. You can't just be the fat outfielder, Babe Ruth, that hits all these home runs. I could put Hank Aaron up there. I could put, uh, oh, 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 God, I can't think of the name. The guy who won the MVP in both leagues. I can't think of his name. Uh, Frank Robinson. Frank Robinson, I could put him up there. Uh, I could easily, the greatest baseball player in my lifetime is easily Ken Griffey Jr. Somebody put Ty Cobb. I don't know about, Cobb was a great player, and all the stories about Ty Cobb were lies. All these stories you hear about Ty Cobb, they're lies. He wasn't a racist. He didn't shoot at people. It was all made up from a guy named Howard Stumpy, whatever his last name was, who needed to sell a book. But Gretzky does not have to be on the list because there was a player that was better than him. And his name is Gordy fucking Howe. Because in hockey, you have to have something called testicular fortitude or or balls. Gordy Howe didn't need enforcers on his teams. Gordy Howe hat trick was a goal, an assist, and a fight. Gordy Howe's the greatest hockey player to ever lace him up. O.J. Simpson, uh, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, had look, if he would have had a longer football, if he didn't get hurt, if he didn't get hurt, we could talk about Bo being the greatest athlete of all time. But if you want to talk about the greatest athlete of all time, all you got to do is look up a guy whose name is Jim Thorpe. Look up Jim Thorpe. Won a couple Olympic gold medals. Played professional football. Played professional baseball. Had the gold medals taken away because he played semi-pro baseball at one time. By the way, he won the, the gold medals in track and had his medals taken away. Mainly they were taken away because he was Native American. Jim Thorpe is probably the greatest athlete. And then you can put in Bo and then you can put in Dion. I, I look, man. It sometimes I have the feelings that Deion Sanders was the, probably the best player in the NFL. He could return kicks, played amazing defense, and could play receiver. Who'd be the goat for golf? Jack Nicholas or Tiger? Depends on what it's all based on. 
If it's based on number of majors, you have to go Jack. Jack and Tiger tie for number two in my book. Sorry. The greatest golfer to ever live is Ben Hogan. I, I, I will fight you to the death tooth and nail on that. A man who was severely injured in a car accident when a bus hit him head on in his Cadillac and he jumped over to protect his wife, shattering all the bones in his leg. They never thought he'd walk again. They told him, you'll never play golf, let alone PGA golf. And he came back and won three majors in the same year. And the only reason why he didn't win the PGA, which, by the way, at that time was match play, and he never lost at match play, was because it was happening the same time the British Open was. And Ben Hogan won the British Open the only time he ever went there. So it's easy for me to say the greatest golfer of all time is Ben Hogan. Not even my namesake of Arnold Palmer. I love Arnold Palmer. There's four right there. You want to look at that list? Yeah, I'd go, uh, I would go Hogan, Tiger, Jack, Arnie, and then you can put whoever you want in fifth. I, I don't care. That's a foursome right there. Season two of the Kardashians on Hulu. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Fuck you. Best golfer of all time is Michelle Wee. Shit, Michelle Wee ain't even the greatest female golfer of all time. Uh, but yeah, I saw those lists and I wanted to do it with Tommy. Maybe next time Tommy's here, uh, he'll do that. Uh, okay. Next one here. Let's go. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Fuzzy Zeller. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? How about best fake movie athletes? (whistles) Oh, Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher and Jackie Moon. Everyone from Slapshot. Oh, the Hanson brothers. Uh, Arnie, I know you said that the media is not telling the truth when it comes to how polling is going for the November elections. As they say, the race is neck and neck now. In your opinion, what would actually happen if Democrats remain in control after the elections? That's from Patrick. Yes, I have uh, Chi-Chi Rodriguez or Chai-Chai Rodriguez, as Les Desmond once said. Who was the golfer you were quite smitten by? Bitchface McGee. That is her name, Bitchface McGee. Oh, what was her name? Sacramento chick. I can't even think of it now. Natalie Golbus, that was it. Natalie Golbus. Um, what would happen? Okay, and I've recently seen. It's funny how, like, two weeks ago, all the papers and all the media were reporting, oh, the Democrats have leads all over the place. There will not be a red tidal wave. Then two days ago, I checked, and they said, well, these races are tightening up. They, they can't even keep track of their own fibs that they're telling. In my opinion, what would happen if the Democrats... Um, okay, I'll give you my opinion. And I'm not going to do the end of the world scenario here yet. That'll be four, two years after if if the election happens again that way. Um, You can kiss guns pretty much goodbye. If the Democrats remain in control and pick up seats in the House like they're alleging they're going to do, which they aren't going to do, 
This is going to be a complete overhaul of Washington, by the way, that happens in November, in my opinion. Um, what do I think? Yeah, I think guns, AR-15s will be completely illegal, which I think is stupid. And once they do that, they're going to start going after different models, different calibers, things like that. Who needs a 50 caliber handgun? That's what they're going to say. The answer is, well, anybody that wants to stay alive. Who needs a double-barrel shotgun? Okay, abortions, uh, everything that happened in the abortion thing, they're going to wipe clean. They're not going to even, because we have an administration right now who just does shit. And they will not listen to the Supreme Court. They will not go to states' rights. They will come out and say abortions are legal all over the place. Here's this law that we passed. And it'll only be that way for two years because what they're going to do, because they know this guy is a lame duck president, he's only a one-term guy, and he's really going to try to go after the shit that he wants in the next two years. And if he has control of both the House and the Senate, whoo. By the way, I'm betting another $10,000 might be tacked on to that student debt forgiveness, along with the Green New Deal that will go through. And honestly, uh, if it does happen, I expect to be attacked. And I'm not kidding. I I expect a country to attack us. And they'll do it the wrong way, and we'll we'll continue to win. They're not going to take us over. But they will attack us because they see how weak we are. They see that we're fighting each other in the streets over he and her, Zim and Zan. See, other countries don't have time for that shit. You're going to see the trans movement blow way even more out of proportion where they're going to reassign babies at birth. They're going to ask the parents, what do you want? Who needs a TV? Who needs a dishwasher? Should we continue? Yeah. I'm just going after things that you have the rights to, first off. Elise says, I try not to think about November. For the most part, I'm golden with whatever happens. I can only vote and do my part, but if I think about it and overanalyze it, shit gives me anxiety. Now, I hear you. I'm here to ease that anxiety. I'm just here to let you know the media is lying to you, as they've lied to you in the past. When they said... Zero cases of coronavirus were passed out during the, the quote-unquote peaceful protests. But once again, they, 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 they called riots peaceful protests. They've continued to lie. The lies have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. But I will say this, Patrick. The most important thing to happen is you need to vote. I can't stress that enough, ass family. This election is by far the most important election of your lifetime. And I will say that again in two years when the presidential election happens. This is the most important presidential uh, election of your lifetime. I do think this. If by chance the red wave doesn't happen, Donald Trump will not run for president in 2024. He will not. Because that, that, that would be too swampy to try to fix. 
So there you go. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, Arnie, Arnie. Well, he's never good. Uh, I wanted to say that I usually agree with you when it comes to most of your sports talk. But baseball's another story. How can you say that Barry Bonds doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame? He's the all-time home run leader. Wait, hold on a second. I have a sound effect for that. Um, and never admitted to taking steroids. But Hank Aaron admitted to taking uppers before games. That is illegal. Isn't that cheating? And is it cheating if a player has LASIK surgery to see the ball better? Please do tell Allen. Okay, Alan. First of all, Alan, you should probably not talk baseball, especially to somebody who's forgotten more about baseball than you will ever know. Barry Bonds does not, I repeat, does not belong in the Hall of Fame because he cheated. Mark McGuire, same. Sammy Sosa, same. Roger Clements, same. Now, if you'd like to have a discussion with me, and if you've ever heard me, I will allow Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame as long as he only wears a Pittsburgh Pirates hats and his stats are discontinued after the Pirates. Same with Roger Clements for his Boston Red Sox stats. That's it. Sosa, I, look, McGuire, put him in there as well as an Oakland A. I mean, you could see the, the, the transformation in year two with Mark McGuire. He had 49 home runs in his first season as a rookie as a beanpole, and then the next year he comes looking like a jacked-up brick shithouse. Um, Gold says, these fucking Bonds fans look the other way with a crime simply because he played for the team. Bonds cheated like he's going to admit it. Look, look, he admitted to having the cream put on him, but he didn't know what was in that, which I call bullshit. Anybody who takes that good care of their body, that's a professional athlete, knows everything that goes in their body. As far as uppers go, let me explain the difference between uppers and steroids. Again. And then I'll get to the LASIK thing here in just a second, you fucking idiot. Oh, I hate the LASIK one. That one just drives me fucking nuts. Uppers make you awake. They make you jittery, okay? They don't make you hit any better, and neither do steroids. Steroids do not improve your hand-eye coordination at all. But what happens with steroids is it makes you stronger, which in turn means you can swing a heavier bat just as fast as you could swing a lighter bat back in the day, meaning the ball will go further. The faster your bat speed, the further the ball goes. So if you're used to hitting 300-foot warning track power shots, depending on your steroids, they make you anywhere between 5 and 10% stronger. We'll go to the strong place of 10% at least. So now you're going to add on 10% of 300, which is 30. So now you're hitting the ball 330 feet. And in most ballparks in this country, that's a home run. That's cheating. And by the way, the LASIK surgery 
Are you kidding me? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Saying that that's going to make you, it makes you see. You might need that for corrective glasses. So are we not going to allow players to wear glasses anymore? That's normal health shit right there. Taking steroids to get jacked is not normal health shit. I was a Giants fan, and I don't want Bonds in the Hall of Fame. Baseball was way better in the HGH or HGH days. As someone who has lifted my whole life, I know for damn fact your head doesn't grow two sizes while juiced. And yes, it does increase your bat speed. Fucking Bonds said, yes, this is a true story. Uh, I, I, I knew I had a friend that knew a guy that worked in the Giants clubhouse. And in one season, Barry Bonds' hat went up two sizes. And it's not like he grew an afro. He was shaving his head. Your head and skull stopped growing at around the age of 22. He was in his mid-30s at this time. That doesn't happen. But human growth hormone will make that shit happen. Steroids cause more problems later, plus the uppers hurt your heart. And with that combo, higher chances of cardiac arrest at young ages. And look, look, there are a lot of players that took those so they would have to play a night game, then have to play a day game the next day. They took the, the greenies, as they were called. And by the way, if they didn't have drug testing back then, then it wasn't illegal. Just to let you know. Back in Hank Aaron's days, if you're going to, look, look, you're going to come after me, Alan, then you should get all this right. And taking steroids, by the way, was against the rules in Major League Baseball. Back in Hank Aaron's days, there were no drug tests going on. Hell, if you think about it, if you think about it, Mickey Mantle should be the greatest baseball player to ever live, but that man let drinking get in his way, and he had knee problems because he was playing the outfield allegedly. I read drunk once, and Joe DiMaggio didn't call him off a ball. This is his rookie year. And Mickey stepped on a sprinkler head because back in those days, the sprinklers weren't underneath and tore his knee up. Mickey Mantle was the fastest player to ever play. He was faster than Dion, a lot of people said. And the man could hit. He could hit mammoth moonshot home runs. But he was always hurt because he was falling down drunk all the time. Uh, Shrinks your friendlies. Argument over. There you go. Yeah, Alan, Alan, you got a lot of baseball to watch before you catch up to me, kid. So there you go. Um, Fuck you, too! Well, uh, I did not mean that, Alan. Sorry. Don't move! <laughs> Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here! Listen up! It's time for mail call! What the fuck do you want? Dear Art, I know this is going to be a silly question, but hey, it's the one I got. I was just wondering what you thought the perfect breakfast would be. And that's from Stacy. Okay, I alluded to this earlier. So, uh, I've gotten some of those cool hash browns like you get at, at McDonald's or Jack in the Box, but you can toast them. And that's how I cook them. I put them in the toaster. So, this morning for breakfast, I, I toasted up a couple of those, and I poached a couple of eggs, put it on top there. Perfect breakfast. That was great. Uh, my perfect breakfast would be probably two poached eggs, 
you got you got to have them runny in there. There's got to be some sort of hash brown. My my all time favorite breakfast is poached eggs on top of the uh, toaster scrambles you get from Pillsbury. I'm not a big bacon guy, and I know this is gonna everybody just probably wreck their cars, knowing how fat I am. Bacon is hard for me to eat now. With it's the one food that that and sandwiches that are overly oily and have tough bread, it's tough to eat with my dentures. I still like uh, I I still love sub sandwiches and things like that. I I just it sometimes it's tough for me to eat them. Bacon is very hard for me to eat. It hurts, so I don't eat a lot of bacon anymore. So I would say uh, the eggs. On top of hash browns, maybe a pancake or two, and uh, toast with uh, grape jelly. There you go. That'd be my perfect. Oh, to drink chocolate milk. Uh, thick French toast, Italian herb sausage patties, a cup of Samaritan coffee, and some raspberries, and complete silence. Yeah. It's tough for me. And look, here, here's the thing, too. When bacon took off, and, and bacon was something that really took off in, like, the mid-'90s where bacon was on everything. Bacon cheeseburgers, bacon salt, bacon this, bacon that. You got to have bacon with everything. I kind of grew tired of bacon being everywhere. It, it, it's, like, it's like putting too much damn garlic on shit. You people that have to put so much fucking garlic on everything. Hey, some of us, our taste buds work okay. But, and, and I'm not saying bacon's bad. It's just too hard for me to eat. And I like it really crispy. And, man, that just kills my mouth. So I, I, I don't eat a lot. I, if I go out and I, 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 sausage is all right. I like it better in gravy. Oh, shit, i got to have a biscuit and gravy somewhere in my breakfast. Biscuits and gravy, toast with jam on there. You can, you can take the pancake out now. Uh, poached eggs, hash browns, perfect. There you go. And by the way, by the way, more bacon for y'all. I, I'm a giver. What can I say? That was a pretty silly question, but, hey, I answered it because that's what I do here. All right, last mail here. Here we go. Um, listen up, it's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I'm going on vacation this year for the first time in like ever. I'm wanting to go to Hawaii. Did I say that right? Hawaii? Hawaii? Have you ever been there? And if you have, I was wondering if you have any recommendations for things to do while I'm there. And yes, I will be going into the ocean. Ken Dog says, Amen, Arnie. I'm off of fast food bacon for sure. Just nasty. I will occasionally do bacon at home for breakfast. Yeah, it's it just. Yeah, I mean, it, it's bacon's great. Bacon's still good. I like it. Tastes great. I like it better than I like sausage, but. Um, Hawaii. Yes, I have been to Hawaii. Uh, adios, Ogre. Have the best, uh, great rest of your day. Um, we're just going to keep going, by the way, today. We're just going to, we're going to go. We're going to do Celebrity Ass Deathmatch here. And then I'll do some more stories and we'll finish with Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. So no more commercials or no more music today. Uh, I have been to Hawaii. I've been to Maui. Maui was a lot of fun. 
I went to Cheeseburger in Paradise. Uh, we were only there for a couple days, so I didn't get to do a whole lot. I played golf, played at Kapalua. I don't know what island you're going. I'd love to go back to Hawaii to not go into the ocean uh, to see some of the other islands. I think that'd be a fun trip. If you're going to Maui, uh, get ready to pay a lot more for everything. Like, uh, so I, I can't help you too much. Uh, I played Kapalua and uh, Kanapali. Those were two good golf courses, a lot of fun. So that's what I can recommend. Sorry, not more. Derek says, Arnie, how do you poach your eggs? Well, there's two ways to do it. This morning I chose the easy, quick way. Because, you see, um, all the pans in our house are fucking burnt through due to people that don't know how to fucking cook. So the way I usually like to do it is I like to get the water boiling in a pan and then get the thing going in a circular motion and pour an egg in there and let the water poach the egg. That, those are the perfect poached eggs. You want It depends on how runny you want your egg. If you don't want it runny at all, you take a glass that has kind of a thick bottom to it, like a beer glass you get at a bar. You crack an egg in there, poke a hole in the egg if you don't want it runny. You poke a hole in the egg, that way it won't pop. And you cover the glass with a plate, a heavier plate. Not a super heavy plate, but a plate that can cover it. And then you microwave it for 24 to 26 seconds, and you'll have a great poached egg that way. That, that's one way to poach them. That's the easiest way to poach them, right there. So there you go. Uh, all right. It is now that time once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, time for Celebrity, Celebrity. We saw Kim Basinger and Selma Hayek go to the promised land. And now we will find out who joins them on the Mount Rushmore of Boobies in Movies. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup. Well, this one's going to be tough to beat here. Denise Richards in the movie Wild Things. 42 minutes into the movie, you get to see her voluptuous boobies. And she is taking on the girl who showed her boobies off in not only The Hangover, but in Boogie Nights. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Heather Graham, a.k.a. Roller Girl, Denise Richards versus Heather Graham. Ask family who ya got.
surprise, Denise Richards moves on. And she will she will battle out in cream corn, hopefully, the winner of this next matchup. From the Scott Bayo movie Zapped with Willie Ames, it also starred a very young and voluptuous Heather Thomas, who showed them boobies off in that movie, up against once on Saved by the Bell, then she did Showgirls, Elizabeth Berkeley. Heather Thomas versus Elizabeth Berkeley. Ask family, who ya got? Ultimate male, Colt Seavers himself, also known as Lee Majors, Heather Thomas, moves on. Next matchup, boy, we have this gal who was like a 10, but in the movie Bolero and Tarzan the Ape Man. <laughs> God damn it, why'd you bring up Showgirls? What a pile of shit. Oh, terrible film. Great boobies. I mean, I, I wanted to put Gina Gershon on there for her boobs, but didn't have enough room. Uh, this gal, I, look, look, I, I gave you Bo Derek. Bo Derek taking on a young Angelina Jolie in the movie Gia. She does show her boobs off. Bo Derek, Angelina Jolie, asked family, who you got? She always got naked in her movies. I was surprised in Tommy Boy that I didn't see her nipples. Our final, final, final matchup is from the same movie. 
This movie ushered in so many young men of my generation into manhood, into seeing boobies for the first time. That movie is simply known as Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And the boobies that we're talking about, one are for Jennifer Jason Lee when she has sex in her little pool house with that dirtbag Damone. The other is when Brad is fantasizing about Phoebe Cates coming out of the pool and showing those tatas. Jennifer Jason Lee versus Phoebe Cates. Ask family, who you got? It's in slow-mo, you're the winner. Ladies and gentlemen, Phoebe Cates wins with no problem. And now we move on to find out who goes on the Mount Rushmore, and then we will do that in our first matchup, Ask Family. We have Denise Richards in the movie Wild Things. And let's remember that she kept her white socks and loafers on, too, when she showed her boobies off. Taking on Heather Thomas from the movie Zapped. Denise Richards versus Heather Thomas. Ask family. Who you got? in the history of celebrity death death matches happened. Heather Thomas beats Denise Richards in Wild Things? Oh, my God. No one saw that one coming. Oh, my goodness. Our final matchup before we get to the Mount Rushmore-ass family. We have Bo Derrick taking on Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates, Fast Times, Bo Derek, Tarzan the Ape Man, Ass Family, who ya got?
single vote, one single vote only. Phoebe Cates moves on. Phoebe Cates moves on. And the Mount Rushmore is now set. Kim Basinger, Sam Hayek, Heather Thomas, and Phoebe Cates. Here we go to see who the face of this Mount Rushmore is. First matchup, Kim Basinger against Selma Hayek. Ask family, who ya got? She will take on the winner of this matchup, the matchup of Heather Thomas in the movie Zapped versus Phoebe Cates, Fast Times, Ridgemont High. Ask family, who you got? greatest set of titties. This is the best in movies. Not the greatest of all time. We, we are not voting on the best. These are movie scenes. And now it is set. From the movie, Frida, I give you Selma Hayek. And from the movie, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I give you Phoebe Cates. Ask family, you need to give me a winner. Who ya got? in bunches. 
hunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, a bananular phone. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest boobies in movies belong to the one and only. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Oh, man, what a dogfight it was. Selma Hayek, dogfight, not the right terms to use for those two gals, Selma Hayek and Phoebe Cates. Wow, what a Mount Rushmore that was. Uh, We got about three stories here, and this (laughs) the last two are just doozies. Um, The state of Alabama, who like to cheat in football, uh, prepares to execute a death row prisoner by a new technique, nitrogen hypoxia. The technique has never been tried before, with critics calling it human experimentation. Nitrogen hypoxia is supposed to cause death by replacing oxygen with nitrogen and has been authorized by Alabama and two other states for executions. Because I would go to the state of Alabama's doctors and go, hey, man, what's the best way to execute somebody? Will we be doing best cocks? If you can find me 16 male nude scenes, I will do it. I will happily do it. Um, The technique has never been used with lethal injection, the preferred method. Uh, But as I've told you in the past, a lot of these companies that make these drugs are refusing to sell them to states to use for death row inmates because they don't want their drugs to be known to kill people. I can understand that. Um, Proponents say that this is a more humane method of execution but can't be ethically tested. Well, you can test it on animals to see what it does. That's not very ethical. Um, Alan Eugene Miller is set to be executed later this month using the technique, but says the state lost the paperwork selecting the alternate execution method. I'm just telling you right now, you you get me by firing squad. I I don't want electrocution because that's going to hurt. I'm just telling you that's going to hurt. I ain't going to go out like a punk with lethal injection. I just won't. I'd rather have the firing squad. And if that's not available, then guess what? Then you don't get to kill me. Neener, neener, neener. I've seen nitrogen hypoxia used to suicide. Pretty painless. Okay. And that's what they go for now. They go for these painless executions. I was just, I'm just wondering uh, if uh, Alan Eugene Miller used the most ethical way to kill his victims. I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I know, I, I know that we're that the state is better than Alan. What, what's this fucking Alan Eugene Miller? But uh, you know, if, if an inmate is is being put to death, you know, maybe I don't know, maybe uh, whoops a daisy, we forget to put that sponge on top of their head. I'm just saying, I that that's all I'm saying. Whoops a daisy. Hashtag Green Mile. Oh, 
Miller, delivery truck driver, was convicted in the workplace shootings that killed Lee Holbrook, Scott Yancey, and Terry Jarvis. So he killed three people. And we're looking for the less lethal, or the most lethal or easiest way to kill him. They should have Hillary sit on the faces to kill these clowns. That's justice. Oh, man, her balls would suffocate him. That's just funny. All right. Now, this next story, it's not funny at all unless you watch the video. And I'm going to watch the video right now. And, oh, my God. Oh, dear God. They stopped the video right in time. Holy shit. There's some dates in here. This is fucking awful. Um, Austin police have arrested a teenager in connection with a hit and run where a man in an electric wheelchair was stuck. Or he wasn't stuck. He was crossing the road and then struck and left with life-threatening injuries. The man in the wheelchair signaled for the driver to slow down, but was hit anyway, and the driver ran off. The disabled man was taken to the hospital with severe life-threatening injuries. Pablo Avila Banglis, I'm sure totally legal, was arrested six days later and charged with failure to stop and render aid, injury to a disabled person, and the unlawful carrying of a firearm. And once again, if you watch it, this video, is they don't show it go the whole way through, but he's like, and it looks like the truck is just trying to avoid a speed bump. You could say he's trying to avoid a speed bump or he's aiming right for the guy. Yikes. No brake lights can be seen in the footage. Debris, or as some people call it, debris, from the chair is then littered across the parking lot. And the man's carcass is just laying there. My God. Uh, doesn't say how the guy's doing. The victim was left with severe life-threatening injuries. But I guess, I, I guess he's in the hospital. I guess he's doing better. But how do you run over a guy in an electric wheelchair? And a ghetto-ass-looking one at that. I mean, that one, that, that's pretty low. That's pretty cold-blooded. I got, I got to say, that's bad. I do not put a stamp of approval on that. That, that. That's bad. Our final story, though, today, I, I think this is hysterical. A hospital in Spain has threatened to fine a patient. Now, sometimes you, you fine patients because they aren't doing what the doctors tell them to do. They, in, in socialized health care like they have in Spain, I can see that being a thing. Um, but they are fining him because uh, he has not removed a personal belonging from the hospital. You know, when you leave the hospital, you take all your shit with you? Yeah, well, not this guy. No, sirree, Bob. Uh, the Bidasoa Hospital in... In Basque Country, Spain, is telling this man that he has 10 days to come in or he will be fined of upward of $1,500. What did he leave behind? (laughs) 
He left behind his amputated leg. Oh, God damn it. That's where it is? Oh, shit. I was wondering where I put that. Hospital authorities say patients are required to organize and removal of proper management through a funeral company of human remains that are disposed of. According to reports, if the man does not collect his leg, not only will he have to pay the fine, he will also be forced to pay the cremation cost for the leg, bringing his total payments to the hospital near $2,000. It costs $500 to burn a leg? Shit, man. Just take the leg home, throw it in a garbage can, put some lighter fluid on that, and burn that some bitch. Maybe feed it to the neighborhood dogs. I, I I don't know, but get your fucking leg out of the hospital, dude. I mean, if I had if I got my leg amputated, oh, I'd keep that some bitch with me. We're gonna pack that shit and like hermetically seal it. And I'm going to walk into place, and I'm going to be holding that leg, and I'm going to start, you know, moving it back and forth. I'm like, hey, let's go shake a leg. If I'm competing against somebody, I put the leg on top of their head. I've got a leg up on the competition. I know you're laughing right now because I'm laughing at how stupid that was. See? Straight fire's into it. Come on, dude. Hop to it. But they told him to run and grab it. Sir, can you hop on in here and grab your leg? Uh, doesn't the hospital? Not in Spain, they don't. They, it's up to the patient to dispose of it. I'd get mine stuffed. Oh, that'd be great. Anytime the ZZ Top song came on legs, I'd fucking bring it out. If you're a cop, you could have the long leg of the arm of the law on your side. Oh man, that's just too funny. That's too funny. The dude just left the leg behind. Like they're not gonna call him. Oh shit, where's this leg from? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, god dang it. Just keep it here until somebody claims it. I'm gonna turn mine into a lamp. There you go. That's a real Christmas story right there. Does he just put it in a vacuum sealer so it lasts longer? That's what I'd do. I'd fucking carry that bitch around with me. <laughs> you know what I'd do? <laughs> I'd get me one of them combination locks and put that on there. That way I'd have a leg lock. <laughs> hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. You think he was like, um, no, doctor, that leg is there for the next guy who needs it. It's like the fucking pass it forward, pay it forward thing when you go to Starbucks. I'm leaving this leg for the next guy. You never know. Don't you guys have like a parts department here? 
All right, that does it for the big show today on a glorious, beautiful... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Uh, We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel, and yes, tomorrow Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be on. We will talk about the state of Nebraska football for Joe tomorrow. Uh, We will go over all the college football games, all the NFL as well. So until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow... Have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. I was on a bus coming back to us from Atlanta in 53. And I picked up a rhythm and blues magazine laying Underneath my seat And I found out the stuff They've been playing us Wasn't made for grits and bone And it would take more than the crew cuts And Pat Boone to take me home
at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.